0: Good morning, Millennials, and welcome back to The Toast, and happy Friday, a great day. We did it, we made it, and once again, Bruno is in studio. He has decided to come out of retirement and come to work with us, and it's such a joy and such a gift, and I know everyone's been loving his presence on the show, even though he did get some hate-filled comments yesterday. He got hate. Wait, Bruno got hate? Bruno got hate, and if you could do it to Brew, you could do it to anyone. You know what? That's actually an amazing um, segue into something I wanted to tell you about only on the toast. So just remind me in two minutes after you finish your story. Will do. No, just saying that Bruno's here and after everything but that he went saying? through, like that he had his like booty hole on the chair. And? Uh, yes. Well, I'll pull and? my pants down and put my booty hole on the chair because that's how influential they Bruno They is. clown on the way that he lays on his mama. Okay. Well, you know what? I would be shocked that people are giving Bruno hate. But I stumbled upon actually the most shocking corner of the internet yesterday that I wanted to tell you about on this here show. And the fact that you brought this up so organically is meant to be, okay? I'm listening. So there was this trend on TikTok in the last like week or two. There is this woman, her name is Kat Janice, and she is dying. And she is a single mom. And she like wanted to leave something for her son, um, like financial support. And so she released a song and like everything's in his name. So like long after she's gone... People stream the song. It'll just be this revenue stream for her son. And it blew up. There's like 2 million people made videos using. So like it's this whole income for her son. It was like this really kind of beautiful. And it's actually a good song. Walking in the room. Like I saw it all over TikTok. <clears throat> well, when you thought they were going to give Bruno hate and you found that shocking, the dying woman is being canceled. Old tweets. She follows the IDF on Instagram. Oh my God. Jackie, I wish you could see her comments. This person is dying d-y-i-n-g not like literally dying. dying she's getting canceled and I just thought I had seen it all and I saw these videos and it's it's young women I'm sorry it is making videos of being like I knew something was off with Cat Janice okay I'm sick sick okay I, I had a bad feeling the whole time that's why I didn't make a video that's what people like. say I didn't make a video using her song I had a feeling no well now you have to no, but no. Oh, they said that. Do you think I was just? Oh, saying I'm that? sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying you like. That's why you didn't participate. Could you die? First of all, support Cat Janis. Stream of what's the song? What is it? You called? know what? I think the whole episode. I'm going to leave the song streaming on my Spotify on Beyond. Cat Janis song, dance you out of my head. I actually think you'd like the song. We'll make a video after. Um, like, isn't that so crazy? That's insane. People are so dumb. No, mentally ill. Well. The, there's so many things happening here because even if like Kat Janice had aired in her life, like prior to this, like I think Tabula Rasa, the woman's dying. Of course. And now the crime committed is that she follows the most moral army in the world on Instagram. Like you're dumb. How crazy is that? Okay. I'm leaving it on repeat. Yeah. So stream that song. It's going to be my number one song of the year. And totally another like, um, oh my God, she's so cute. No, she's adorable. So and her cute. son is so cute, too. I love her. Stream Dance You Out of My Head. I love the title. It's Giving. It's Giving. Yeah. What is, well, what is it? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like dancing. Much Oh, did we make it a story today that Selena Gomez has a new song? Because we, we need to predict what it's going to sound like. So if there's a story that can get the boot? There actually isn't. What I was going to say is today's stories came together in a flash. Okay, so I'll just bring it up now. Selena Gomez has a new song, and I believe it's called Love On. Oh, yeah. And what do we think that's going to sound like? I think
1: it's 430 about
0: 430 million followers. No, it's insane. How does she have more followers than Taylor Swift? I don't know. Okay, I think it's about like turning your love on yeah, that's what she like said. turning Wait, it off. The caption is way too – she has 200 million more followers than Taylor Swift. Like that makes no sense to me. No. Selena Gomez, as it pertains to Instagram, is giving industry plan. That's really weird. It is. Especially because it's not like her Instagram is bussing. No. Okay, sorry. So it said, "Wait till I turn my love on." That's okay. the um, the, "Wait the till line I turn she's... my love on." Like, and I think it's, the message is gonna be like, "It's been off for a while." Yeah. So like the the hook, wait till I, I think it's gonna go like this. Wait till I turn my love on. Do. Honestly, I wish like that sounds so good. Yeah, and then do, then you do. Try... and you know maybe It's like... kind of giving like stop in the name of love. I mean, that was my inspiration. Do you think she'll sample? <gasps> Love well, you know, she is dating like an actually in the name of love (laughs) before before I turn my love love on. (laughs) Love, (laughs) you know, she is dating like an actually really talented and successful music producer, so hopefully, there's influence, you know, in that. I feel like the song came together probably before they started dating, but hopefully, he takes a look at it before she presses publish. Yeah, just like a quick revision, yeah. Um. I am wearing a different pair of jeans than I wore yesterday, which is just kind of an excuse for me to promote our vlog that people are, like, people are dying over the It's vlog. a really good vlog. It came together so organically. And it has a little bit of everything. It has mukbang. It has husbands. It has a breakdown in the in the fitting room. It, it has, has a try-on haul. A try-on haul. Um, It has poison. We were actually, like, I don't want to spoil it, but we were poisoned, not once, not twice, but thrice yesterday, or two days ago. So the vlog is on patreon.com slash toast. It's just a day in the life with Jackson and Claude. We're trying out some new fast food items. We're heading to the mall. We're buying jeans. It's really kind of a perfect Afternoon, yeah, and people are saying like we're we're getting like a kind of like an unhinged Jax. Oh, for sure, Jax was being like really crazy at Abercrombie event. I was when there's music playing. There's just no telling what I'm gonna do. She's so unpredictable. It's so true. So check it out, patreoncom slash toast and I don't want to lead with like bad news for people, but I have bad news and then good news. What? Which is that there's no show Monday, of course. Oh it's a holiday weekend. By the way, I think the toasters like wouldn't find that bad news. They know how much like how important and how integral bank holidays are to our health. Yeah, our and mental they, health. They wouldn't be upset. They I, wouldn't be yeah. upset. No, I feel like people are always like remarking on like our positive, our positivity, positive mental health. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with Federal holidays and long weekends. We actually are. And I don't think we talk about this. Like, we're extremely neurotypical. I think about it a lot. But no, we've never had this conversation on the show. Yeah. And i think maybe i don't know you know what what the main factor is but you and i like this is not a mental health podcast and i think like most podcasts do end up you know going that way they wade into yeah yeah and this is not i mean this is a podcast that is good for your mental health but but we do not not discuss your mental mental health like it's not a uh, one of our platforms like we just we're just kind of neurotypical in that way and these days being neurotypical is atypical. atypical it's true it's true and I feel it's, it's like something that's kind of weird about us. Yeah, no, I know. It's like, we're influencers without like mental health. Well, don't like jinx it. <gasps> oh but, my God, totally. But yeah, no. I feel like a part of being an influencer is like sharing your mental health journey. And like, my journey is really not that interesting. There really isn't one. Yeah. It's just like, you know, how did the day go? Yeah, no, like I have mood I woke swings, up. of course. Yeah. But nothing, uh, we, we aren't, you know, a lot of influencers are very open about like what medications they take. Like we're not medicated. We're just like kind of neurotypical. I love that word. Yeah. I heard about it for the first time. I know when you're going to say Noah Beck on on, the Charlie D'Amelio show. It shocked me to my core that there was such a large word for something just so standard. What what was one standard. Mm -hmm. And I can never think of the word. I always have to ask you what it is, neurotypical. I'm like cognitive normative, like heteronormative cognitivity. Yeah. Neurotypical. Yeah. So this is kind of like the neurotypical podcast. Actually, it really is. It really is. But like. maybe I do think that this podcast is good for people's mental health Me in general, because I think we're most of the time extremely positive and we give off good vibes. But I think that also reflects on us. I think doing the podcast every day is good for us to remain neurotypical. I think that's so true. It's like kind of what came first, the neurotypicality or the podcast. This podcast is a buoy. It's true. It's true. And this podcast is definitely In a good. sea of despair. In a sea of despair. This podcast really is good for your mental health. Like I think part of it, yes, we're so positive. It's just always good to laugh. It's always good for like your brain. But also the routine of it. You yeah, know, we're like, here for you. We are. We are so reliable. It's disgusting. And I think we're also here for each other. You know what we do like on this podcast all the time? We just, like, talk about ourselves, like, in the third person in such a positive way. Like, God forbid anybody talked about us this way. Like, we would be so flattered. That's all we do. We always just, like, sit back and talk about this podcast at a glance. No, we always talk about the podcast and what's going on with the podcast. No, we, like, have these revelations about the podcast. I think it's important. It's called being self-aware. To reflect on where you're at. 100% to reflect. And we do this podcast. We do, yeah. In a vacuum. Oh my God, it's so true. And so often we just kind of need to like pull out. (laughs) You guys don't understand. Zoom out and be like, where is the podcast these days? You guys like really don't understand how there's nobody else in this room. Like it's just us. And it's really kind of scary to... To do that, because, like, I feel comfortable, you know? I could just, like, say anything. And then I forget about the meal. Actually, Jackie and I were talking about something yesterday. Should we float? Let's float the idea, but I do think it's not the right idea. for Not even just because of doubling the work. But... I think people like would have a hard time keeping up with it. And if you like start to fall back so much, you might just give up entirely. Jackie and I were just like hypothesizing, just throwing ideas out about like things to you know revol- how we how revolutionized the business. Yeah. How we could grow exponentially. We're, double We're in size. always looking forward. Yeah. And we're like, what if we just did two podcasts a day? And at first <laughs> we were like, wait, yes, because do double the podcast equals double the revenue. Like we're not dumb. But I, like it's <laughs> it was it would kind of be like a morning and a night, correct? Yeah. yeah. So we'd have to bump the morning one up like yeah. we would record earlier. And, and then, then evening. The, the evening couldn't be like late at night because then like no one there's no time. To People are sleeping. They have to sleep. It's an imperfect idea. It was, it was a good idea, but it's not right. No, it's not right. I don't think you guys have enough time to listen to all the episodes. And I think that if so many got backlogged, you would get intimidated and be like, I'm not caught up. I miss the jokes. It's also crazy because we actually like are the it's like us in the daily. Like we're the most frequent podcasters and we would be doing more. Right. Anything to beat the daily. No, I guess the other option is weekends. No, because actually- no, because we want to stay neurotypical. We want to stay neurotypical, <laughs> first of all. And second of all, no, because like our Friday episodes are probably our least downloaded episodes. Like by the time- yeah. People don't need us anymore. We've we set them up We've for success. into the weekend. So and no one would listen to a Saturday episode, like seriously. And I know the comments would be like, no, I would. No, you wouldn't. Okay? Like the numbers, I know the numbers. I'm a data, a- a no, data no. analyst. Like you wouldn't fucking listen. Some people would and- most people would, but it's just not enough to move the needle. No, and we need to like maintain our sanity so we could help the sanity of others. No, it's so true. I forgot. Like neurotypicality is kind of like my priority these days. What we could do is do longer episodes. Could we? <laughs> no, no. Like by the time this more episode segments, ends, more like, recap. I'm sweating. And I've, I've said what I needed to say. I don't want to just say stuff for and the then, sake of having minutes. I don't want to harm the quality of the episodes. I agree. So all I to say, I, one of my favorite activities is sitting with you talking about our business in the third person at a glance. And I think the business in the third person at a glance is holding its own. And I'm excited because it sounds like we have great stories. We also have Queenie and Weenie of the Week, our weekly segment on Fridays, where we just kind of wrap up the week, look at it at a glance, and give out the prestigious awards of Queenie of the Week and Weenie of the Week. I have mine. Do you have yours? Not yet, but I will solidify them during the ad break. I thought of them before bed. Um, So I'm ready, if you are. Ready as I'll ever be for the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you know to know, are brought to you by McDonald's. So as the toasters know, we are truly wholeheartedly obsessed with McDonald's. There is truly nothing better than getting home from a long night, having that McDonald's either picked up or waiting for you or delivered, and just getting out of your girdle And expanding, you know, that's what happens when you get out of your girdle. And just being with the ones you love, like sipping on a nice ice cold soda and just eating McDonald's. I mean, there's really no bad situation to eat McDonald's, but that is like my ideal situation. Also, actually, peak. peak is in your car like when you're so hungry at the drive-thru like you cannot get that bag in your hand fast enough and Like it's hot and it's hot and then your whole car smells that's also another ideal situation mm, Yeah, that's why we're so excited to partner with McDonald's to talk all about their classic burgers which are hotter juicier and tastier than ever before so much so that the Hamburglar is on the loose giving nostalgia we have nothing but empathy and respect for the Hamburglar because how could you blame him for trying to get himself the Big Mac that he deserves after all the McDonald's patties are cooked to juicy perfection the cheese is perfectly melted we're talking a pillowy soft golden bun and a Big, ba- Big Mac that now has has more special sauce in every bite. We stand with the hamburger because these are McDonald's best classic burgers ever. So try the best burgers ever at a McDonald's near you, near you. There's really never a bad time to go to McDonald's to have a burger. And I just feel like for the sake of, you know, it's a Friday, go treat yourself, eat it in the car. Like that's probably like for a lot of you, like only your moment of peace, like getting away from your kids, eat it in the car and enjoy. Today's episode is also brought to you by Say Beauty. Oh, I'm so excited about this new sponsor. I'm actually wearing their Sun Melt right now. Um, Say Beauty is an award-winning clean and planet-positive makeup brand sold exclusively at Sephora. They have several award-winning best-selling products um, including the Best of Allure winner which is their Slip Tint SPF 35 Tinted Moisturizer, their Dew Blush, and their Glowy Super Gel. Um, They refer to themselves as the clean complexion experts because each makeup product is meticulously crafted with sustainability in mind and packed with good-for-you ingredients. So they they leave out over 2,000 ingredients that are deemed potential harmful to skin. Jackie's very much like in her Kourtney Kardashian era and that applies to makeup as well. Say Beauty is one of those brands where it's like, it's for me at least, it's like so great that it's clean, but that's not why I found it. I found it because their products were supreme and I feel like a lot of people come to it because it's a clean brand and stay because the products are supreme and a lot of people come to it because their products are really always going viral. I love the uh, super gel, the glowy super gel. It's what you put on under your makeup to give you like kind of a brush fright glowy, brush, brush fright? Fresh, Fresh. bright, glowy look. Perfect under foundation or their tinted moisturizer. I also just love their cream bronzer. I'm wearing it today. Um, You can shop Say Beauty at Sephora. Um, It's really giving like that perfect no makeup makeup look, but you don't look like a slob like it still has coverage i really love all their products they're really well made and again they're clean you can shop them at sephora i love the slip tint that's the spf tinted moisturizer the dew blush and then my favorite is the glowy super gel also don't sleep on their cream bronzer and their brushes they make really really good brushes today's episode is also brought to you by a jackie o favorito mm. it's the taylor farms turdy how taylor farms has changed my life we had a taylor farms for south sal- for dinner um what was that, two nights ago already? Yeah. Olivia made it. So Taylor Farms and their chopped salad kits. Oh, so Olivia came to Taylor Farms on her, on her own, own and then saw our Instagram stories. Because they sell it at Costco. That's how she figured it out. And I feel like there are a lot of ways in which the toast like changes people's lives, changes my life. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Farms like actually changed my life. And I have to thank the toast, this business third party. Me too. Like, at a glance. So they deliver the freshest, best tasting salads to eat at home or on the go. They're a family owned company on a mission to create healthy lives through fresh, delicious food. So their chopped salad kits are not boring. They have um, over 30 flavors. And what I think sets them apart is a multitude of things. You think salad in a bag, you think brown lettuce, of course. No, Taylor Farms would never. It's so fresh. The lettuce is crispy. All the ingredients are packaged um, like in these little baggies inside the bag so if you want to take something out because you guys know like sometimes like I'm in a crouton mood sometimes I'm not you can like customize it it's not pre-mixed which I really really like so you can make it salad is so personal but what I think really sets them apart is the fact that their lettuce and all their ingredients are chopped like for me like a salad I can't eat it if it's not chopped I want it to be mulch like and they get that at Taylor Farms You can purchase Taylor Farms Chopped Salad Kits wherever you like to shop. It's available at all major grocery stores. I happen to love the Caesar, you know, because I'm like classic like that in a chic kind of way. But they have really good flavors like the citrus ones. And you can get the Taylor Farms Chopped Salad Kits where you like to shop. It's available at all major grocery stores. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of tailored. Tailored. Speaking of Taylor. Oh, I like like what you did there. (laughs) Thank you. Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to the family of the mom killed during the Chiefs parade shooting. Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to the family of the woman who was fatally shot during the Chiefs Super Bowl parade in Kansas City this week. The singer contributed to the GoFundMe with two installments of $50,000 and wrote, Sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss with love. Taylor Swift. The fundraiser had been set up to benefit Lisa Lopez Galvin's family. It had a goal of seventy five thousand dollars, but has already raised more than one hundred and seventy six thousand dollars. With a hundred thousand of those funds being sent by Taylor. And now that like this is the first I'm hearing about the the GoFundMe, so not only does Taylor like giving the money obviously mean a lot, but the the publicity that it brings. Like I'm sure the GoFundMe right now is already up to way more than that. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull it up. Taylor's a generous queen. She never does it in, like, an annoying or, like, PR type of way. Like, she just, like, put it on her credit card. Like, how do you even pay $50,000, like, on a GoFundMe? Like, you you send a wire? I think there's options. Maybe PayPal? Yeah, or maybe she said works with GoFundMe, you know, like, directly. I feel like no, because she just kind of... Does it on her computer. Did it on her computer. Yeah. You know, anonymous or non-anonymous want to write a note. Yeah, this is really um, sweet. Obviously, like, the connection to travis and kansas city is obvious but um i am curious like what the team or like the players will do you know yeah i'm sure like the sports world is really good about stuff like that like they take care of their own so i'm just curious what they're gonna do but so sad that the so there it was one person died one person died 22 people were shot among the injured were 11 children oh my god and the woman who passed away tell me about her She was a local radio DJ, I believe. Oh, right. And a mother. So sad. So sad. So, so awful. Yeah. Taylor's a queen. She is. But we expected nothing less. Yeah. She also played in Melbourne yesterday. How did that go? It was, I think, the biggest concert. Like, it's Taylor's biggest concert because the venue there holds 96,000 people. Um, I don't know if it's, like, the biggest concert ever. It definitely broke some sort of record. And she announced, like, an alternative. You know, she does this thing where she releases an album and then she also makes like another version of the album available that has like one more song and a different cover. Um, It's kind of like this like weird thing that she does. Um, And so she announced that last night, like a new cover and there's a, what's it called? Bonus track and it's called The Bolter. Hmm. And a lot of people are referencing, there's like this famous video, you know, her and Joe were never photographed together ever. The, the one, one time they are, they're like, they're in, I think they're in New York. So they're like leaving a facility and they have to get from the door to the car. There's probably like a, 12 foot sidewalk that they have to get through. And they bolt. Like they run. They sprint right into the car. It's like this funny moment. Um, but now it's giving the bolter. Perhaps. But when, take that video out of the equation. Like I think someone who just like bolted on her. Oh yeah. You know, in a metaphorical sense. I feel like it could be some sort of follow-up to the archer. I've been the bolter. I've been, been the, the bolty. Curry. I don't know. It's just like, cause it's giving the bolter the archer. I love the Archer, so I hope it's that if we get more Archer. But The Archer is a track five, and I feel like if she if she wanted to like make it obvious that these two songs were connected, she would make it a track five. Track five is like a big deal in Taylor's universe. Okay. Like all track five songs are like really kind of like her heart most heartbreaking ones. Okay. I, I believe Give me track five. Dear John is a is a What's track five on midnight's bigger than the whole sky? I'll tell you. Good question, Jackie. Thank you, Turdy. Okay, Midnight. I feel like as a, like a stan, I should know, but I don't actually. It's, I'm not judging. You're you. on your own, kid. You always have been. Yeah. Let me tell you the track five on Speak Now. It's like heartbreaking, dear John. Okay. Wait, maybe nine, two, three, four, five. Yeah, no, you're Red. on your own, kid. Red. I want to say, uh, well, too well. Yes. Wow. 1989. 1989. It is. Mm. weird this one this one is like feels like it doesn't fit it's like the only one all you have to do is stay oh but it's about someone leaving it's like a sad song but it's i guess there really isn't like a crazy sad song on 1989 i I feel like clean would have been like a track five let me tell you what it is on fearless that's a good point white horse that's a good point in an album to you know bring it down Evermore track five is Tolerate It. Well, which they're all like emo. It's so true. Screamo. And then Folklore track five is My Tears Ricochet. All those songs. I love those two albums. are all, all those songs are the same to me at this point. I actually don't disagree. And, and, in a good way. And I mean it in a good way too. I think that's like a true symbol of like a, a work of art. It's a our, work of, yeah. Yeah. But I definitely, but like, what do you say is your favorite Taylor Swift album? I know that's like the most basic question. These days not to be so basic. Let me It's think. always been 1989. It's always been red, mm-hmm. but these days it's 1989 since the Vault tracks. Like I'm having a renaissance with it, mm-hmm. and I can't believe I'm saying that. But it's yeah. just that good. My favorite album, of course, like comes and goes, but sort of like a a staple for me is always. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I get, uh, fearless. No, I don't know. I can't evermore. And okay. it's like so random. But, like, it's the best album. Like, everybody sleeps on it. I think it's, like, probably, like... Is Kirby's- that the song that has Peace? No, Peace is on Folklore. Damn. But I'm a fire and I'll give you a on high. I do feel, like, pretty much every surprise song that we get now is a repetition. Like, we like if she hasn't played it, she's not going to play it. She's not going to do anything new, I don't think. Um, but I do feel like now she's at a place in her life where she could play peace. Yeah, I think she, she could just sing it and be like, Hey, this old song about an old boyfriend that I wrote, like, it's not heartbreaking anymore because, well. because it's been like dispelled. Exactly. Myth so busted. I think while she was in the States, like she was avoiding it. Like I think it was too hard for her now. I think maybe she doesn't play it. Cause it's really not a song. I think that would sound good live in terms of like the music. And I mean, acoustically, excuse me, not live acoust- acoustically. So, um, I just want to say like, I do feel like it's possible. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. I love when we agree. Yeah, it's like so uninteresting. It's like, okay, so we agree. Yeah, why do we have a podcast? Should we move on? Right. (laughs) Like, should we cancel the show? Are you ready for our next story? Mm -hmm. Because it's some big news. The Met Gala 2024 chair committee and theme has been announced. So Monday, May 6th, Margot Washtray's birthday will be the Met Gala. And the co-chairs will be Bad Bunny, Chris Hemsworth, Jennifer Lopez, and Zendaya. So the theme is the Garden of Time. I kind of love it. And it will welcome guests to the museum for an exhibition entitled Sleeping Beauties: Reawakening Fashion. Okay, like I kind of just love that. It's giving Disney. It's giving like something I can understand. Like when it was Comme des Garcons, like, huh? Yeah. Avant-garde. Like I can under, like I can kind of visualize this. Garden of Time, like florals. Right. Florals for spring groundbreaking, Groundbreaking. Um, reawakening of fashion. Like I I could visualize it. And that I appreciate for somebody who like is not a fashion person. Let me just say this. This is the vote article. They say the forthcoming show has not to do with the Brothers Grimm or Disney. Rude. I I didn't think that it did. But rather the celebration of clothing and fashion so fragile that it can't ever be worn again and are thus sleeping beauties in the scrupulous archives of the Costume Institute. Oh, Kim is going to wear like a dress made entirely of glass or something. Or like, like, or flowers like yeah no i feel like it's actually it's giving non-sustainable it's giving wasteful it's giving waste and i just feel like in a time such as this yikes vogue i don't yikes. know everyone's just gonna take their private jets to this like unsustainable event and it's disgusting and again, wear something they can only wear once now liz woods pointed this out which i thought was really interesting of course you know we we tune into the mcala for the people like we Mm want to know who's going who's rubbing elbows this famous person that famous person and the Kardashians are of course a cornerstone of the event it's kind of like their bat mitzvah every single year um and Taylor has been known to show up Taylor has been on the board of the committee you were just announcing and this committee feels very um apolitical it feels very neutral Liz was saying like you know if Taylor was on the board, or if Kim was on the board, then it's like their night, and maybe Kim would, well, Kim would always go, but like, Taylor would certainly not go if it was Kim's night, or if Kendall was on the board. Kendall has been on the board. Now, Bad Bunny is, of course, Kendall's boyfriend, but I think it's still, it's still like a neutral crew, um, and this does sort of lay the scene, Liz was saying, for both Taylord slash Travis and Kimberly and her family to show up. Now, I don't know how this schedule, oh, no, we said she does have time in her tour schedule, to make a stopover in New York for the Met Gala. It is a lot of travel. Uh, She she would have to really want to go. And it doesn't seem like she loves it so much, but she has been on the board, so maybe. I would say, though, Chris Hemsworth, what? Question mark? Question mark Chris Hemsworth. Has he ever been? Does he even, like, understand fashion? He doesn't. He doesn't. No, and he's going to wear something, like, other than a suit. He's going to be, like... Girly in swirly. a costume? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's giving out of place. It is. When, and oh, also, I'm so glad you brought this up. I want to talk about the announcement video that like the Vogue graphic design team made. They made this video. It was like an Instagram Reels to announce like who was going to be on the committee and what the theme was. And it was giving like the most low budget ass graphic design. I was shocked that like this was a Condé Nast production. It was like a fake group text. And it's like Anna texted, hey guys. And then it's J-Lo answers. And then it's, oh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I'll be there. So uninspiring, so not creative, so done. I mean, hello, have you seen the artwork for Claudia Oshry's Hit Single 100%? It's literally this design. Like, it's so basic. Like, if I can come up with it, you should be doing better. Well, they just in major layoffs. So maybe the creative team- Was laid off? Was laid off. Maybe their ideas person. Sorry, there's no excuse, like, for Vogue. And this is the biggest thing in the Vogue calendar year. Like, this is what they're known for. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like, just envisioning Anna texting, I was like, stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. It's no. giving, it was giving loser energy. <laughs> it was, I like hated the graphic. Damn. Like with a fiery passion. So I thought it was uninspired, but it got the necessary information to me. I would have really preferred like a high quality video. Like you have all these celebrities. J-Lo has agreed. J-Lo needs to be, like you need to get everyone in the Vogue office. It'd be funny if they were like- And make like table. a little skit. Proof. Okay, a skit. I love a skit. Okay. Maybe we'll get a skit before the event. No, this this was the place for the skit. Like this was the opportunity. Do you want- It has been ruined. I'm so sorry that you feel that way. Do you want to know more about the theme specifics? Oh, thank you for asking. (laughs) No. Okay, but like it's there's there's there there. No, I said I think it's a very good theme. Does it have anything to do with the group chat? No, okay. But I just want to let me just say, yeah, go, go, go. per the Met, we're expected a range of fashion on display, which dates back to a 17th century Eliz- English Elizabethan era bodice that embodies the beauty of the natural world, its fragility and its inevitable decay. I don't know about that. Who do you think Taylor would go with, like designer Design? wise? She low-key has like a lot of relationships. Like Oscar de la Renta did a lot of her tour outfits. She did that Stella McCartney collab. Maybe she would like finally. Wear a nice love outfit. Okay, and and who do you think dresses people the best? Like, who would you like for her to go to the Met Gala with? Designer. Like, who do you feel like is always kind of killing it? Like, in a dream world, she would do, like, Moschino. No, but I don't even. Like, she would never. Love the looks. Unless it's one, um, you know. Yeah. Like, Versace. Versace. Yes. Yes. Good answer. The theme can be broken up into three sub-themes. Oh, land, my God. Sea. They take themselves Just so seriously. land, sea, and sky. That's pretty, but it's mm-hmm. also giving, like, color war. It's definitely giving color war, like, gold galaxy versus blue navy. Um, <laughs> but it is also giving, like, the elements, which I think is, like, a really good for a theme. And I like a, a sea theme, under the sea. Yes, yes. The seaweed is always greener. In some bad, you're telling me it's on Disney. It's Disney. I always it's Disney. I do always say like I would just love. By the way, and them like partnering with Disney and like Bob Iger having a table is something they would do. They're always like giving table tables away to like Meta and TikTok. Like, yeah. Um, oh, and the TikTok CEO was a co-chair. They slipped that into the caption. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder what TikTokers will go, if any, maybe Alex you. Earl. Oh, uh, well, I am a TikToker. Thank you for calling me that, Alex Earl. Maybe. Because there was a time one year when YouTube had a big table. That was when Derek Blasberg was um, like head of fashion at YouTube. And they had James Charles, Nikki, no, not Nikita Dragon, Nikki Tutorials. And I think that was the first year Emma Chamberlain. And, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's the only one who stuck. Yeah. But she's like, I don't even, it's so funny. I don't even like think of her as in the YouTube bucket anymore. Yeah. Um, So maybe this is like the year of the talker. Yeah. That would be crazy. That would be, but I feel like with TikTok, it's so, it changes, the landscape changes so quickly. It's, it's so like true. whoever it is right now might not be top of the pile in May, and who might be top of the pile in May is someone who we don't even know yet. Well, Charlie and Dixie actually have been. Oh yeah, they'll they'll go, and they'll designers go. will take them, I'm not worried about them. Addison goes. No, but I feel like it's someone who's a little more viral. Like yeah. honestly, if it were today, like Pookie would be going. She's all over New York Fashion Week. Pookie would be going, you're right. Pookie and Jet, have you seen them everywhere? Of course. And honestly, Pookie looks absolutely fire. You know, She looks absolutely fire. Do you know who I actually think will go? I just figured it out. Who? If it was happening right now, I don't know if she'll still be having, but she's having a moment. I, I've been, Is it Cat Janice? No, <laughs> it's Nara Smith. Now let me explain. No, you know her, you know her. She went so viral recently, and I'll tell you why, you'll think it's funny. Her mans, we were just talking about him, Lucky Blue Smith. Yes, yes. And obviously Lucky Blue Smith's ex-wife and I think they have a baby together is the new girl that Joe Jonas is dating and that's why we were just talking about them. But Nora Smith, oh, she gives homesteading trad wife? She's a homesteading trad wife. You don't even know. She said, this video, I think it has 20 million views. She said, let's make a homemade lasagna. So what do you think homemade lasagna? What do you think? Like you layer it. Yeah. And like maybe if you're a real homesteader, like maybe you'll make your own pasta. Yeah. First step, she makes her own mozzarella. Jackie it was the craziest thing. Everything was homemade. The pasta was homemade. This awesome shirt sure, from of course, tomatoes. Of course, of course, she's of course. She's um, I do think she did, you know, she didn't slaughter the meat. I think she she went to a butcher. But everything she does is homemade. She made, Let's make a brownie and ice cream. Homemade ice cream. Homemade brownie from scratch. I saw her peanut butter and jelly. And then I also saw that her husband took her shopping at the mall. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, he took her everywhere. Brotager, Louis Vuitton. <gasps> she bought everything in sight. So she's obviously like a material girl. Yeah, we I love-, love I love Get to a girl who can do both, who can make her own mozzarella, but also loves a Bottega bag. She was, oh my God. And, and she was like, you know, she couldn't decide. I'll take them all. <gasps> and then, then she just and went the to fashion me. I saw she was with Tinks. Like, she, right. So she's in the fashion world. She's at front row with Tori Burch. I like, agree with you. She should be there. She should be there. Her And Lucky, Lucky's a model. So he's in the fashion world. They should be there. 1,000%. Honestly, and we say this for everything, like Vogue really needs to bring us on as consultants. We don't have to go. We don't have to go, but like, they need. Our help in deciding who to invite when it comes to, like, the culture. Because the thing is, it's not like they don't try and they're like, our doors are closed yeah. to influencers. Like, they really, like, want to try and then they're just behind. While still remaining, inclu- like, exclusive. But then they're behind. You know, they stink. Big time. Period. Big time. Big time stink. Land, sea, and sky. Cute. Also, the Garden of Time. There's a short story of the same title written by J.G. Ballard in 1962. Where do they find this shit? No, I don't know. The story tells of a count Axel and his wife, the countess. She should be there. Has a housewife ever been to the Met Gala after being a housewife? I think, like, probably, like in her heyday, Kelly Ben Simon went. Yeah, like like Denise Richards. Yeah, yeah. Post housewife, like Lisa Rinna. She's, like, very in fashion. She goes to a lot of fashion weeks. She goes to Milan, her daughters. I want to say no. I want to say no as well. I feel like there was a year, there was a a time, maybe one or two years, where Erica Jane could have gotten the invite. Because she did, like, work with Vogue before Tom's scandal. Yeah. After, like, maybe her second or third season. She was really, really high fashion. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That, I feel like, would have been the only opportunity. Oh, um, well, you know what? Actually, it's, like, kind of a loophole. But I feel like this year, like, Jenna Lyons could go. But she's literally not a housewife. Loophole. It's a loophole. It doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you don't want to more know any more about the theme because they're giving us a lot of references. Sorry, here. And I mean, like, if you wouldn't have been invited before Housewives. And you're invited because you're a housewife. Exactly. Yes. Agree. <clears throat> but so like, d- you're right. Like, it's New York's finest night. Like, Ramona Singer should be there and Luann. Like, they should be there. You should be here. Literally. Standing with your arm around me here. You should be here. Walk through the door without a whimmy, I'm right here. Smile. I was We think of two different songs when we say you should be here. I think of Cole Swindell. I think. I think. I think. I'm singing "Begin Again" by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? You would have been so happy. Yeah. Yeah. The man of the week—he's doing a lot of press because of the Invictus Games. But Prince Harry was on GMA talking mm. about King Charles's diagnosis. Oh my god! And other things. Oh, I miss this whole thing. Prince Harry speaking out about his father, King Charles, father asterisk, his alleged father. Quotes um, for the first <laughs> yeah, time since the monarch dad <laughs> since the monarch announced his cancer diagnosis and the Duke of Sussex flew to the UK to be by his side. Harry, who's in Canada for the Invictus Games in Vancouver. Jackie. What is the Invictus game? It's like um, games for injured veterans. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And I, oh. I think it's his shindig because he's always, always the one. I've only heard of it when him and Megan are like doing stuff. And they're there now. It's in Whistler. Okay, we stand. We stand. And he's doing press. That's why I think he's been top of mind recently. Okay. Um, so he gave an interview and when asked how, about how he first learned about his father's diagnosis, he said, I spoke to him. I jumped on a plane and went to see him as soon as I could. I feel like that's not really directly answering whether or not he heard it from the news, but. That's. You know, because like, I'm sure you did speak to him after you heard it on the news. No, and also, I feel like once once the public found out, the family had known for, I want to say, weeks. Mm. Like, because it takes a while to make that sort of decision. You think so? Because it, they started, like, the way, maybe I'm just. You need time to process. Okay, fine, days. Days. The fact that Harry got on the plane. When we knew. The true. moment after we knew, family would know at least one day earlier. That's year. true, turdy, Lou. So I find it questionable that he was on the plane. I'm telling you, William found out, I, I think it's really conservative to say one week ago, before releasing a statement, I think Prince Charles sat with the news for a few days. You don't, you don't think that's crazy? No, I or think- Or you that- think he went to the doctor, came home and told his publicist to release a statement? No, no, no way. you're right, you're right. Days. Days. Conservatively. Days of rumination. <clears throat> but Harry only went when we knew. It's giving out of the loop. Are you out of the loop yet? Are you out of the loop yet? Are you out of the loop yet? Are you out of the loop? You are. You are. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe that's because your father is actually perfectly healthy. James Hewitt. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe because you're real. No, I'm, I really need to stop. Like. And by the way, everybody gave their thoughts on that conspiracy theory in the comments yesterday. And it is like, it has been widely dispelled. Like, yeah. it's really not true. But for the sake of like my mental health, like it's funny and I'm going to keep saying it. It's keeping you neurotypical. It's keeping me neurotypical. <laughs> this is what Harry said. Let's get to the meat. Look, I love my family. The fact that I was able to get on a plane and go see him and spend any time with him, I'm grateful for that. When asked about his outlook on the state of his father's health, he said, that stays between me and him. As for whether the diagnosis could have a reunifying effect on the royal family, Harry said, absolutely, yeah, I'm sure. Throughout all these families, I see it on a day-to-day basis. Bringing it back to Invictus Games. The strength of the family unit coming together. When asked about being physically far from his father during this time, he said, I have my own family as we all do. My family and my life in California is as it is. I've got other trips planned that would take me through the UK or back to the UK, so I'll stop in and see my family as much as I can. So wait, like him answering the question, like do you feel like his diagnosis will have some sort of reunification effect? Is him like admitting like... We're not unified. Right. And I feel like you could make that case, like, for him and William, you know? Like, yeah. we all, they're, they're making it seem like he's good with Charles, whatever. Right, and the documentary make, it was a lot about William, too. This, we all know he's not speaking to William. He didn't see William when he was there. Right. So I feel like this could have been reunifying for the family at large, not necessarily, like, him and Charles. You know, after watching The Crown, like, I feel like Charles and William, like, were never, like, on the same page. Charles and William or Charles Excuse and me, Harry? Excuse me, William and Harry. William, well, that's... Like, as brothers, like, they... they Maybe it, I'm just seeing things through the lens of, of of the crown, but they were never like this unit, like these this band of brothers, you know? I feel like they were, but then also I think I got this vibe from their documentary too, which is a better place to go for yeah. information, that they were super tight, but then they processed and grieved differently in the wake of yeah. Diana's death. And I think William, you know, took that moment to become more... In the royal family, and just like assume his role more, and Harry just struggled with it more, yeah. and that drove them apart. Yeah, that's interesting. But I do think that they used to be like the two of them, and every and Kate, they used Kate, to do everything yeah. together. Yeah, it was they were really like a threesome. Yeah. There, and I don't think there was really discord between the two of them up until recent years. Yeah, there was never tabloid headlines like William and Harry. It's true. It's true. It's true. on each other. It's true. It's actually really sad. So I feel like they've always been different. But they're for each other. Yeah. And now they're not there for each other. And they're incredibly different. Jex, we can never be like them. Oh my gosh, Turtie, don't even say it. No, we could never. Don't even say it. The podcast, the podcast. The podcast. you would think for them like the monarchy. Right. But not the podcast is more like important than that. Centuries old tradition. Yeah. But no. But no. Are you ready for our next story? What number is it? It's number three. So oh. I feel as though you're ready. No, it's not. It is. Uh it's number it's four. four. Okay. But oh, I'm it's still- four. You're right. You're right. But you're still ready. Yeah. No, I'm still ready. Amy Schumer responds to <gasps> oh. speculation about her, quote, puffier face and shares a health update. So Amy Schumer has been doing a lot of press for her new show, Life and Beth, on Hulu news season February 16th. And she went on Jimmy Kimmel slash Fallon, The Tonight Show. That's Fallon. Okay. Same thing. And GMA. And people took away from it that her face looks different. Yeah. So I had seen, um, a lot of the discourse about her face, like, and I was shocked that like we were talking like this about someone. Like it was, and this was coming and I saw it on Twitter from like these verified accounts who had like their pronouns. Like these are people who are proper and you know, who had their pronouns and, and they're like, what is going on with Amy Schumer's face? And I find it really interesting that Amy Schumer has become in the last three months, like a, a punchable celebrity. And it's because she's spoken out against, uh, uh, spoken out for Israel in support of Israel. And she is like, you have to read her comments. I've been leaving comments on all her social media. Like I feel bad. Like, like people have just, inundated her comments like with really like disgusting, heinous at calling her like a genocide supporter and then just making fun of the way that she looks and... She has be, It's become acceptable to like say things that are unacceptable only about Amy Schumer now in the last yeah. couple of months. And I was shocked at the like the level of the the discourse around her face. And she took to social media to respond and explain why her face looks different. Yeah, so she, you know, said, you know, stream life and Beth, whatever. But then also said, I've enjoyed feedback and deliberation <laughs> about my appearance as all women do for almost 20 years. And you're right, it is puffier than normal right now. I have endometriosis and autoimmune disease that every woman should read about. There's something, some Medical and hormonal things going on in my world right now, but I'm okay. Historically, women's bodies have barely been studied medically compared to men. The book All in Her Head does a good job explaining this. I also believe a woman doesn't need any excuse for her physical appearance and owes no explanation. But I wanted to take the opportunity to advocate for self-love and acceptance of the skin you're in, like every other woman person. Some days I feel confident and good as hell, and others I want to put a bag over my head. But I feel strong and beautiful and so proud of this TV show I created, wrote, starred in, and directed. Maybe just maybe we can focus on that for a little. I actually plan on watching the show. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's very good. Um, And I wanted to talk, I wanted to choose this story because I wanted to like make it extremely clear like what's going on with Amy Schumer. Yeah. Like why Amy Schumer has become this sort of like social media punching bag and it's become like okay to make fun of Amy Schumer when it comes to like her career, her looks, her family, whatever. It's only because she came out in support of Israel. Like, yeah. And she's probably the most famous person to have done it. We don't have like a lot of cool celebrities on our side. So we're like all clinging to Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, And like, Make no mistake, like, that's what's going on. Go read her comments and, like, maybe leave a comment that she looks pretty. Like, people are so mean. People are so mean. But after you told me about this cat Janice, Janice thing, it's like, it's, it's so not surprising. Yeah. It's, it's really, it, it's sick. These are bad people. Bad people. Like, seriously. Bad people. Bad people. Love Amy Schumer. Stream life and death. No, Beth. Stream life and death. Life and death is another show. It's that one with um, Elizabeth Olsen. No, that was different. No, love and death. Love and death, but also life and death is a take on love and life and death. Yes, very good. Because Jackie. this show is about death. <laughs> yeah, like it starts with like I think Amy's character like loses someone, and then it's like the journey of grief. Yeah. Um, no, I've recently just started to like love Amy Schumer, and I'm it's like- on Hulu, and it's amazing no and Amy Schumer is fabulous and I just love her I mean, she's so funny and if she wrote it and directed it then it's then good. it's good it's got the Amy Schumer stamp of approval so I know what I'm doing this weekend you know I actually did want to watch it are you ready for our fifth and final story I am not <clears throat> she's not is it the fifth and final story that's brought to you by hero bread yes it is I got a fridge full of hero bread right now I have had a fridge full of hero bread because it's a big good guy sponsor and Ben was like you have to try this hero bread is over Barton. and one thing about me is like I like bread. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not in, I'm not looking for alternatives and I was very against it. I'm not going to lie. Let me tell you, Ben made me a peanut butter and jelly on here bread and like it's, so good. It really is. Mm. You know, the fear of carbs is real. Carb heavy foods are often the ones that we love most. And that includes bread and hero bread is, uh, zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar and high in fiber bread. It is delicious and flavorful. I would not say that if I didn't believe it. I have had many sandwiches now on hero bread. It's just an easy swap. It doesn't make your life more difficult and it does not taste bad. It really doesn't. It's uh, soft and fluffy, and that's what we love about, you know, regular bread. But this one is a little bit better for you. Actually, it's a lot better for you. It's something for every craving, so they have sliced bread loaves, buns, tortillas. I make my little pizzas on the tortillas. The monthly small batch drops are full of indulgent favorites, like the two-gram net carb hero croissant or the one gram net carb hero cheddar biscuit. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order when you go to hero.co and use code TOAST at checkout that's h-e-r-o dot c-o use code toast at checkout t-o-a-s-t i'm excited that this was our first hero bread read i really really um i like hero Bread. i do and i'm very particular you're not afraid to to tell everyone i'm not afraid to tell anyone who will listen love that you need a hero i need a hero bread Episode is also brought to you by Macy's. You know, it's that time of year where we're just like buying gifts for ourselves, for the ones that we love. And Macy's is making it really, really easy to find the best gifts. So when you go to Macy's.com giftfinder you can find 25 to, 50 to 40% off underwear, lingerie, brands like Calvin Klein, Gap and more. Some exclusions do apply. And what's so great is that it's Black History Month and Macy's is committed to empowering the next generation to create a brighter future for all. And that's why Macy's is supporting UNCF, an organization that funds scholarships for students at historically black colleges and universities now through February 29th. So help Macy's and UNCF continue their impact by rounding up your purchase in-store or donating online. You can get excited to give back and learn more at Macy's.com purpose. Also, Macy's is just a fabulous store, like head to toe, whatever you need. Like you can go in needing things for your home, for your man, for your child, for yourself and leave with absolutely everything you need. It's just one of those fabulous department stores. They also have a great beauty department. I love um, their fragrances and their makeup selection are just premium. You know, you've got top of the budget, middle of the budget, bottom of the budget. You can find whatever you need. Macy's is a great store and I'm excited to be partnering with them today and every day. I'm excited too to be partnering with them. You are? Yeah, I am. Jackie's excited, you guys. And it doesn't, it takes a lot to excite me. It's us. Awesome. Today's episode is finally brought to you by <clears throat> Collective. If you're a freelancer, you probably dread the back to office work that comes with it. And with tax season around the corner, oh, you're adding even more to your plate. With Collective, warning. Trigger warning. With Collective, you can focus on growing your business of one while letting their tax experts focus on your accounting and bookkeeping. So, Collective is the all in one financial solution for self employed entrepreneurs that let you focus on your passion and not your paperwork. You can let Collective handle all of the back office work that you dread, like business information, compliance, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, even payroll. The best part is that it's a fraction of the cost of a CPA. And they actually specialize in S Corps and uh, tax selection that will save your members an average of $10,000 per year. So if you run your own business, small business, you're self-employed influencer, it can be really hard to do all that paperwork. We weren't, we weren't taught that in school. And collective is a really great asset. You can focus on just being like the boss that you are and not like all the boring paperwork collective is going to handle it all for you and that's really not something you want to put off it's also february tech season is like upon us like a month and a half away So, if you have a a side hustle the gig economy is real the gig economy is real so for a limited time collective is waiving the onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash toast and tell them that the toast sent you that's 199 dollar value for free when you go to collective.com slash toast and then tell them that the toast sent you Collective.com slash toast. Tell them the toast sent you. If your business of one is making at least $60,000 in profit annually, then you could be missing out on thousands in tax savings per year. The earlier you elect in 2024, the more money you could put back in your pocket. So get on that. Don't be late to the party. Make haste. Make haste, wench. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? I am. Morgan Wallen is opening a honky-tonk off of Broadway called This Bar because he found himself in this bar. So he's like the new wave. If you go to Nashville, a part of being a country singer, I feel like people don't know, like, the, the country star economy. Like This is kind of a new element in the last 10 years. You hit, like, a benchmark at a certain level, and then you open your own bar in downtown Broadway. Right now, Jason Aldean's is really popular. Miranda Lambert's is really popular. Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. Um... Florida Georgia Line. Oh, I wonder what happened to their bar, FGL House. Yeah, oh, because they broke up as a band. So they're this- on hiatus. They no, didn't they break up. No, they broke no, up. No, they're they're fine. I feel like there was like a lot of rumors actually about like they like hate each other and their wives hate each other too. Like they're broken up. They and I feel like they didn't even lie and tell us it was a hiatus like Little Mix did. Like they're broken just up. Keep their name out your no, mouth. No, like One Direction lied to us and said they were going on hiatus. Like, FGL House is open. FGL House. This is how we. I just eat. feel like that's interesting. It's open at eleven a.m. today. If you want to go get something to eat, so. There's a lot of new big country stars and a couple of them Luke Combs announced um, a little while ago he's opening his own bar Old Dominions opening their old bar it's called um Memory Lane I think no no wait what's it called I feel like I made that up Google it's really interesting how they come up with their names I really like it I know and there's so much fodder within their songs mm-hmm. so that would be a good job for me like if creative, I creative yeah if I went to get a nine to five like helping being like know. a consultant for country bars. Yeah, no, branding. But no, but also like helping them name their bar. Yeah. Just that part. Um, Morgan Wallen's they, being called This Bar is actually great. I am I love it. I love it. I mean, that's also like his biggest song. Is it? This bar is like up there with whiskey glasses. Like it's definitely like top five. And and Last Night. That would be a good name for a bar too. It would, honestly, like. No, no, this bar is perfect. It is, it is. But Last Night would be good. So Old Dominions will be called Odie's. No, it won't. Like I literally saw a video Old of Old Dominions see- Odies. Really? Yep. I like don't like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw I remember like seeing the video. Also, oh, you're Old right. Dominion Odies. Isn't Memorilli Lane Brothers Yes, they are. It's yes, not they brothers. are. Brothers? No, it's not it's Brothers not the Brothers? Born. Okay. No, that's their song. And then Luke Combs's bar is called what? Oh, Luke Combs. She can't type fast enough on yeah. her on her iPad. No, I literally can't. He announced it a while ago. I'm just looking at his Instagram. Honestly, no, that's a bad name. When I'm trying to think like if I was Luke Combs's branding manager, what would I have named it? Category 10. Oh, hurricane. Oh, like a category 10 hurricane. It's you know, it's a little too smart. I don't I, I don't love, I don't like it actually. You need something dumb down. Yeah, no, I feel like one too many. Oh, that's good, but it promotes overconsumption. Okay, so does Nashville in general. Like it's fine. But I I would need a minute like to do my job. To think, yeah. And like when you I think of his biggest songs, some... it's hurricane, one number away, beautiful, crazy. When it rains, it pours. But there are so like there's just, just so, so many like lyrics. lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like beer never something. broke my heart and one too many are like his biggest songs about drinking. So if you just listen to those lyrics, like you could find something. Yeah, I don't like odies at all. I'm so sorry to like rain on your parade. It's okay about odies. Anyways, Morgan Wallen. Dirk Bentley's is really popular. He's, he's kind of like a foolproof business plan as a country star. Like, I think for a lot of them, it's like a huge moneymaker for them. Yeah, and then I think some of them that have done really well in Nashville are going to Vegas. Oh, love that. Brilliant. Yeah. His... Concept will be a six-story venue called This Bar in Tennessee Kitchen. They love vertical builds in Nashville. The bars like the stairs, you could vomit. Like it's every floor is like a different vibe. There's like a country floor and then like a RB and b floor and like a DJ floor. Yeah, so this bar will import this bar called This Bar will reportedly incorporate pivotal elements that shaped his life with each level showcasing photos and memorabilia from his childhood as well as some of his most notable apor- performances to date also the food will be inspired by his favorite family favorites okay so we're opening a bar that was my let's fly. that's where i was going we're opening a bar first of all where are we opening it i feel like it would have to be new york city but i wouldn't want it to be because it's just like the economy's tanking there. no i know okay but this is hypothetical so don't bring like your negative energy okay, okay. don't bring the facts the okay. facts yeah okay how many floors wait what neighborhood of new york city oh oh it has to be somewhere fabulous like we want to be with the people. Like we got to be in like. Big downtown. Yeah. Like. And where do we have like amazing. Map? Like honestly it needs to be in like the meatpacking district. Or, like that's oh where yeah, we that's used to where, party. That's our old stomping grounds. Or it could be like the NYU area. Because one. We were always down there when you guys went to yeah. school there. But also we used to work down there. We did Astor used Place. to work down there. Astor Place. Or that used to be like our spot. No, no, no. Our spot was at apartment you and Olivia had at 777. Yeah. Yeah. That's Chelsea. Chelsea. So somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah, somewhere between Meatpack and Chelsea Astor Place. We'll see what the rents are going Yeah, for. and like, maybe, I like Flatiron actually is a great place to have a bar. Are we doing like a one-floor bar? Are we going to like dream it up like Nashville style? dream it up Nashville style. Okay, and I, but I don't think we need more than three floors. Okay, but I think we could have four floors and every floor is a different sister. sister. Love. But I feel as though all of our floors would end up being the same. Yeah. Because like I would want my floor to be like live music honky-tonk vibes. I'd want my floor to be pink. Pink the singer or pink the color? Both. Okay, love. And black pink in there too. Anything love. to do with pink. Margot's floor would be probably similar to mine. Yeah. And Olivia's would be like a jazz bar. Actually, wait, I kind of love this idea. I Olivia's don't know if it would be a jazz bar. No, Olivia's would be like very like Martinis Moody. Frank Sinatra. Moody. It would be like the the bar at the Carlisle. Like very high class Okay, wait, I love this idea. No, and I feel like we could have an original concept like for each floor and then like we could build it out to be like just more unique than every other floor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I do think like we would have to go in birth order and Olivia's being on the ground level is perfect. Like it's very Very New York swanky piano bar lounge. And then I think mine being next would just be like a complete about face. Like, oh, and by the way, with each floor, like you have to start the night because that's really how it is with us. Like one drink, two drink, three drink, four. Like by the time you get to Margo's, you're blacked out. Classic. And you're just starting out with you don't Olivia's. even have to spend that much on Nate Court. No one will we'll notice No, it. no, 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 no. But then food. We need to talk about food. Okay. Should it be per floor or just in Per general? floor. My floor is going to be like a mini food court where you can go to like, like different chicken stations. chicken French fries. No, but like I, I, we're going to have a mini McDonald's. Like, and by the way, the budget is, goes without saying in this hypothetical situation is does non-existent. What, is the budget in the room with us? Exactly. The menu will feature like top five, six items from some of my favorite Fast food chains. That will include beverages from Sonic. And you can make like cocktails with the Sonic beverages. Cute. Um, McDonald's. Whataburger. Like we'll just. And it'll come in the packaging. Like it'll be really authentic. I love that. I think. Oh look- and it, oh, the whole facility is kosher by the way. So we don't serve bacon. Okay. But can we serve also dairy and meat? Yeah we have on two separate floors. We have two separate kitchens. Okay. But the each floor. It's a know. completely kosher and it's hypothetical. It's kosher style. All the meat is kosher. Yeah. Okay. And it's cooked just kosher like style. Yeah. yeah. I think on Olivia's floor, well, she would be in charge of the food and she would love that. Yeah. And she would love, she loves like crudite. She'd open a bar, by the way. Like I'm so down. No, this idea is amazing. But no, like but we need a group behind us. All of these Morgan Wallins and Luke Holmes, like they have, they work with hospitality, hospitality groups. groups. So they're just really the face and the creative and the inspiration, which is what we would be. But like we can't be putting. The no, no. If, if hospitality group wants to work with us, I would open a bar. I would look at our like numbers for real, and wherever we are biggest in the country, that's where we should open the bar. Well, that would be we're huge in Toronto, but I don't want to open in a bar the country, in Toronto. I know country. that would be like New York, but it's yeah. also like the worst place to do business. Yeah, and I don't really want. Well, I mean, I live in New York. I would love to. I feel own like a bar. we should open it on Nashville. I'm so down. Or Vegas. No, Nashville. Oh yeah, Vegas wasn't good. Yeah. Nashville. Nashville. Love it. Something to think about. So then my floor would have, because it's a pink floor, like I just feel like I can't have chili, which is what I want to have. No, also you can't serve chili at a bar. I'm sorry. So I think it would be like more like, Confectionary candy ice cream oh like pastry chef energy yeah love sweet sweet, sweet. treats yeah your floor is like the sweet treat floor yeah because you've just had like your meal at olivia's By the way, no you have to think about it yeah, yeah you've had your meal at olivia's you're having like a full entree like a fish a salad like really kind of a culinary experience like, at olivia's yeah then you go up for dessert to my place then at my place you start like getting late night bites you get wasted and then you have late night bites and honestly i feel like we shouldn't serve food at Margot's no no like just shots like jello shots yeah. oh edible alcohol like you know they have ice cream with alcohol yeah, popsicles places is, is the after party like if you make it there not everyone's gonna make it there maybe okay maybe you take the food from mine like you you party at mine and then right before leaving you get all the fast food and bring it up to tomorrow's place for the hang Love. so oh and what are we calling it steen's place something like that yeah drop in the comments what should we name our bar Oh, we're not done yet. It's Queenie and Weenie of the Week. True that. Our weekly segment where Jackie and I bestow the honor to two different people, groups. It can be a person, place, or a thing. It's really not that rigid. Um, who acted like a queen this week and who acted like a weenie this week? Let's start- um, With Queenie. With Queenie. Okay. My Queenie is Bruno. So is mine! Oh my gosh. And he's been through so much. And he's defied the odds and he came on the show every day this week, even when he was under the it's weather. so true. And-, and- He just—he never faltered in his like in his queeniness. Bruno was mine too. Oh my god, Bruno! We're proud of you, and we're so glad you're here. Also, Bruno's sitting on the other chair in the room right now, where I do my remote filming, just like looking at us, being a star and an angel, and mommy's love, mommy's king. Now. My favorite part of the segment, the weenie of the week. Wait, I literally already forgot mine. Oh, okay. The weenie of the week for me was the husband from the Deer Toasters update. I have not stopped thinking about him. I it's, was thinking that too. It's the craziest thing. And somebody left a comment that actually I really liked. She was like, "You need to take the condom wrapper and like leave it on the dining room table in plain sight." And then like when he comes home like he'll see it and just like see what he does. I love that. I have not stopped thinking about it. It's bothering me so much. Actually, I had meant to check the dear toaster's email to like see if she wrote us back already. Even Mm -hmm. though like it's only been one day, and I doubt she has. Um, Yeah, she's going through stuff, uh, and she's probably on that vacation right now. No, she's probably leaving right today. Valentine's Day trip. I hope she listened to the episode. Packing the divorce papers. So that's my weenie of the week. I wish I knew his name. The episode. I'm sure she did. Well, we'll see. My weenie of the week was a group of people that I learned about today. Yeah. By the way, they were my runner up. Which was the people who are hating on Kat the yep. a dying woman, because she follows the IDF. Agreed. Seriously, you people need, I don't know what you need. Help. Help. Education. I don't I'm going to leave it at that. She hasn't written back to us. Okay, well, that's our show. That we've is our show. We've got a busy day today, so we've kind of got to get to step in. It's our final one of the week. I wanted to see if she wrote us back. She hasn't yet. Oh, I need to hear from her. We'll we'll follow up. So that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast Monday Morning Show. We deal with the fast facts. Oh wait, no, 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 no. This episode's not over yet. I had been meaning to promote something. Canadian girlies, and we couldn't have talked about Canada. More I know. In this oh my episode. god, I'm like the worst comedian. Lies. Um, I got a you're lot of backlash. So not, you're so not self promotional. Is I, the problem? <laughs> I'm so shy. I got so much backlash from the Canadian girlies when I released my comedy special, Lean In, on Prime Video, the Canadian girlies were not able to access it because it's like low-key a different country. And there's different rules. And it's low-key. Classic. And as of yesterday, no, actually the day before yesterday, I keep forgetting to promote it, my special is available on Prime Video Canada. So if you've been wanting to watch it and you want to support your girl, I appreciate you and I love you. And you can do that now. The special is called Lean In. You can just search Claudia Oshry. My other special, Disgrace Queen, is also on Prime Video Canada. But- Lean in, Claudia Ashray, my second comedy special, is available on Prime Video now in the US and Canada. Sorry, boot dat. It took a little longer, eh? Thank you so much for listening to the, ugh, I feel like because I already started the outro, like no one's gonna listen. No, they'll see there's more time. Oh, what are those crazy We need girls to waste do? a little bit of time. Waste a little bit of time, okay. Bruno, let me tell you how I love thee. Shall I count the ways? Uh, honestly he's i'm just gonna sit listening. here in silence for like 10 more seconds he's not no because then they'll turn it off if we, we sit in silence we have to make no, but it. if they made it here they already heard my promo you know oh okay so i mean us that we can't think of something to say for 10 seconds really lot the beautification committee is doing such a great job oh, i love these flowers you. thank you oh somebody also dm'd me and told me that there's a lucy scorebook where like there's a beautification committee in this small town and their job is to match up like young people in the town so that everybody like gets married. That's really sweet. All right, now I feel like we wasted enough time. Thank you so much for listening to the Justin Linny Morning Show. We deliver the best. I start to everybody. The do, you please video subscribe Give this video thumbs up, We're back the we back as some we we We're we We're